The Wisconsin accent is like, it's cool, you know, and it's like, it's a thick accent, but it's, oh, you guys, I, <laughs> oh, you just, you don't know, and I, you know, and I, and I just couldn't, you know, it's cool. It's like, oh, you're from Wisconsin, you know. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into the QuickCast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway with the marketing department, joined by Kendra Lasik from our digital marketing team. And our guest today is Lonnie Perkins, the voice of Quick Trip. Lonnie, welcome in and thank you for joining us. Welcome to Quick Trip. Good to have you here. Right off the bat, you should recognize that from gas pumps, from the self-checkouts, from radio advertisements. And uh, as, as you're driving around, kind of hearing yourself, does it, I mean, does, do you ever get used to that, kind of hearing your voice out, out in the wild like well, that? Well, you know, I, I started uh, my, my career in radio, so you kind of, you know, you do get used to that. But I, I will say that uh, hearing myself on a gas pump and at, uh, at a car wash prompt is uh, is a new experience. I have not, uh, not had that one, so... <laughs> So <laughs> this is fun, actually. It's very cool. Right. So you mentioned your your, your past in radio. We'll get into that a little bit more. But what do you what do you say your your official job title is these days? Uh, since I work uh, out of the home, it's uh, usually either uh, "Hey, honey, do this" or uh, "Hey, dad." Is <laughs> my two main job titles. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm self-employed, so yeah, no no titles. It's yeah. So you start in radio. Is that kind of what you uh, had kind of wanted to do to get your career started? And this has just kind of been an evolution of that? Or? It has, yeah. I, I didn't see this coming at all. Yeah, I, um, uh, I started uh, uh, when I was 14 years old. I always wanted to be a disc jockey. Okay. And uh, so I got my first job uh, in a 250-watt uh, day timer. Uh, in a double wide sitting in the middle of a cow field in Cave City, Kentucky. So I was about as low on the food chain as you could possibly go. (laughs) And um, uh, boy, and I did talk about an experience. You know, I mean, you think uh, a tornado warning is a scary thing. Wait till you broadcast about it from a double wide, right? (laughs) Because, you know, Kentucky, the double wide is the state bird. So (laughs) it's, uh, it's, it's, but yeah, I, so I kind of worked my way up from there. Uh, I worked all the way through um, uh, high school on the local uh, penny bop station and on up through college and got my first uh, job uh, doing mornings in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just thought that was my career path. And um, I had taken my first off air job, uh, I was in Indianapolis. Uh, I was creative director for the station, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was putting together the uh, their campaigns and, and stuff like that, voicing them. And um, my boss had uh, someone uh, ask, say, I'm looking for, he said, I'm looking for a station voice. Do you know anybody? And he said, well, Lonnie does our stuff. I think he sounds okay, you know. So this guy hired me and then referred me, and, and then that guy referred me, and pretty soon I had five or six clients. And uh, so I said, well, maybe there's something to this. And. So then um, it took off, and uh, I said, well, when I match my salary, I'm going to quit. So Here you are. Here. I've been unemployed for 25 years now. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you grew up in Kentucky, is that? I did. Okay, yeah. and then you move a little farther south into Oklahoma City and then eventually up to Indianapolis? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah. And yes. so then it was in Indianapolis where 
you decided that this could this could be a full-time gig for you i spun off yeah on my own so okay. yeah I, I never would i never would have dreamed <clears throat> i always did uh, commercial stuff on the side mm-hmm. you know just just little projects on the side stuff but um being able to do it full-time and uh and doing it and so initially i was like the um station voice for uh, tv and radio stations around the country so so you're introducing you know this is what's coming up on the five o'clock news exactly yeah i'm that guy yeah this is the six o'clock evening news yeah that that thing or uh 830 wcco did them for uh, for many years all that stuff so yeah i'm i'm that guy the, did, the guy they keep off camera right. <laughs> that's yeah do those jing, those jingles just kind of live in your brain forever and just <laughs> randomly come to the forefront when you're you know eating breakfast one day <laughs> thankfully uh you know a little therapy you know in a few sessions yeah you can kind of work them out after a while well chris you have a lot in common with him then chris actually has a background in radio too. oh really i do oh yes. and so it's kind of one of the reasons i'm behind the microphone here too. oh yeah but, uh, you, you it doesn't get out of your blood does it not really yeah no yeah so it's, <clears throat> I know, I know the feeling of, of hearing yourself when you're out in the wild there and yeah. having people be like, Hey, I heard you on this commercial. Was that you? It's like, yeah, yeah, that was me. And then telling you that they heard you on something that you had like totally forgotten about that you recorded because you did 10 <laughs> different things that day. But, yeah. Or having someone tell you that they heard you and you know, it wasn't you. And they try to convince you that it was it's like, did you do the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus commercial? No, that wasn't me. No, it was you. It sounded just like you. It's like. We all sound alike. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so then, how do you end up uh, with Quick Trip? Kind of what did that what was that relationship like? Uh, that was a surprise. Yeah. So uh, Mark uh, Meisner, the director of marketing, is mm-hmm. that? Uh, yeah, I'm not I sure. So. If that yep. makes him important enough or not. But, <laughs> um, he and I had worked together in Indianapolis, in fact, and um, uh, worked on a lot of projects together. Um, and uh, then fast forward, and we became very, very good friends, mm-hmm. you know, too. And, and um, fast forward 20 years, I guess it was, and he called and said, hey, I've just taken this new job. And um, he's explaining to me about, uh, uh, about it. And um, he said, I was wondering if, you know, he said, I remembered all the stuff that we used to do together at, uh, at the radio station, some of the things you'd put together. And uh, would you have any interest in doing a similar type thing? Um, but for a quick trip, you know, kind of giving them a personality and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. We're trying to uh, unify the brand, basically. And uh, said, oh, absolutely. So, uh, man, it's just been a blast. And <clears throat> the, the really, really cool thing about quick trip, unlike, I, I won't say most clients, uh, but, I mean, quick trip is so legit, you know. I sure. mean, it's just at every level. And, and the more... Yeah, I got involved and, and became a part of it. And the more I saw behind the scenes and the people I met, uh, I mean, you just, I mean, you know how it is. There's there's so many things that uh, in radio you're um, uh, paid to say something nice about this company and that company. And here's a, they shove a script at you, mm-hmm. you know, and you're supposed to sell it. And uh, boy, Quick Trip is almost just the opposite. It's like I, I just can't say enough 
good about it and it's all legit you know you almost kind of want to get on it's like no but this time i mean it you know <laughs> this time i'm serious this is a phenomenal place at every level it really really is and we promise this is not scripted yeah <laughs> yeah you know, i will not get paid well maybe yeah, you missed year. your line there. Yeah. <laughs> so you know growing up in kentucky there's there's a little bit of southern in your voice and you you, you find out that you're going to be working with a gas station in minnesota iowa wisconsin do you kind of have to adapt your, your voice a little bit or kind of put on a little bit of a, of a persona there or kind of find it in your, your vocal range to match kind of your, your, your client there or kind of how do you approach it from that regard? Uh, that, that was one of the, oh, of course, uh, you, you know the drill in broadcasting. You have to kind of get that mid-America <clears throat> non-accent. And um, for years, I, uh, I mean, I was doing stations in New York and Boston and L.A. and they don't like a Kentucky accent for some reason <laughs> up in Boston. So I, you know, what's that, uh, what's that about? And, um, so yeah, it was, it was years of just kind of hammering that out of my, uh, uh, dialect. And I was two, two years ago, we, um, uh, <clears throat> we were in Indianapolis. So I lo- loved, uh, living there. It's a great town. Uh, but we moved to, um, take care of aging parents and, uh, moved to a small town, Kentucky, and my biggest fear was that my native tongue, you know, is going to be coming back and pretty soon, I'm like, hey, y'all, and <laughs> not even realize that I'm doing that, sure. you know. So, um, so I, I try to work at, at continuing to stay, you know, neutral and, um, uh, and every now and then maybe work in a little bit of <laughs> Wisconsin, I guess. That's uh, a little, little cheese in there, huh? Right. I know your audience, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, our, our last guest was was his name was Ryan Rubel. He's a as Wisconsin as it gets, so it's a little just bit of a contrast. About, I, you know. I, and I, but I got to say, I'm jealous. I love, I absolutely love the Wisconsin mm-hmm. accent and the, the Minnesota uh, accent. <laughs> we had uh, friends years ago, and she was I'm not sure what part of Wisconsin, but she had it bad. She had it thick, and I just could not hear her talk enough. Janet was her name. Oh, you guys! I, <laughs> oh, you just you don't know, and I, you know, and I just couldn't because in the the Wisconsin accent is like it's cool, you know, and it's like it's a thick accent, but it's you know it's cool. It's like oh, you're from Wisconsin, you know. A Kentucky accent is not really cool, you know. <laughs> so it's like I can't speak in my native because if you want to portray a character that's like really stupid, you give them a southern accent, right? <laughs> Stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, talk about having to hammer something out. I just had to really get get rid of that. But um, hmm. no. so, what's your day to day like? Do you have you know scripts and different things you know you have to record? Do you? Have to warm up with vocal exercises. Kind of, kind of. What's your your nine to five, so to speak, like? Uh, I um, claw myself out of bed about noon and uh, <laughs> check emails. If nothing's come in, then I go back to bed. That's uh, yeah. The life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Um, yeah, yeah. It it really is very flexible, uh, and a lot of it does revolve around, um, you know the scripts that are coming in sometimes mm-hmm. it's super heavy and you got a whole lot of stuff uh and sometimes it's very very light it's just almost embarrassing um and it's 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 wonderful um the thing that's been interesting is i mean i'm, I'm still running my own business so it's still a business and uh, i remember the first time um the first house we 
moved into where I built out the studio and stuff like that. Um, and I had an office over here and I had the studio over here in the basement and, and all that. And it was very uh, eye-opening to me how much time I spent in the office and how little time I spent in the studio. And I thought, I'm getting paid for the time I'm, I'm spending in the studio, but I'm spending all this time in the office. Sure. Just doing paperwork and filing and, you know, just all the stuff that comes with, you know, the... the uh, the taxes and the this and the that and the, you know. Um, so it is interesting, um, I guess, like with any job, right? There's sure. there's uh, there's what you do that everybody sees you do, and then there's the thousands of things that you do that no one the yeah, realizes right that you have to turn in this report and file this and all that stuff, yeah. So, so did you just kind of have to figure out how to be a small business owner entrepreneur kind yeah. of as you went yeah absolutely and, and especially initially i um uh moved out i had to kind of figure out how to be my own engineer and you know install my own equipment and install the phone lines and figure out how to punch pad works you know on a phone uh, telephony stuff and uh yeah figure out how to file uh quarterly uh reports and payroll and i mean just all that stuff that as an employee i never even had to think about mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's it's an undertaking. How, how, how has technology made your job easier? I mean, you're not slicing reel-to-reel -reel anymore. You're, <laughs> you're hitting record and copy and pasting. It's so true. And when I first moved out on my own, um, I did. I had like a horseshoe console mm -hmm. in my basement. It looked like a little radio station. It had a reel-to-reel -reel deck and um, a FedEx truck picking up reel-to-reels every day. My neighbor said, are you going to put in one of those like FedEx drop boxes in your front yard? Because he's by here every day. I'm sure. not sure if he was. I think my neighbors think the same. Yeah, thing I, I I'm not sure he was very pleased with what that was doing to his property value. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, now literally, I mean, with tech, I uh, literally have a, a USB mic and uh, and a laptop, and I record a lot sometimes from my car, and nobody knows the difference. I'm sure. Yeah, um, I um, I had a client in. Uh, in Dallas, a uh, big news talk station there. And uh, when I had moved, he said, well, how's, how's it going to the build out with the studio and everything? And, and I was saying, well, I've kind of found that with um, technology, I don't have to build out quite as much as I thought I was going to. In fact, we're still kind of working on, you know, on stuff on the, the home office. And uh, he said, uh, oh, so you're not even done yet. I said, no. I said, how did you record my stuff? Yeah. It's just long pause. <laughs> he, goes, he said, you don't want to tell me, do you? <laughs> he said, well, let me just say, what you sent me this morning, I can't tell any difference from what you've been sending me the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. So how did you do my stuff? <laughs> and I said, I got a USB mic and a laptop, and I crawled in my Tahoe and uh, recorded. He just laughed and laughed. So I would tell people I'm in my Tahoe studio. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose as long as you have quiet. I mean, iPhones are so great these days. Oh. With a microphone on one of those in a quiet place, you could... It's unsettling how good that mic is on a... On a it really is. Sure. Yeah, I don't use that, but it, that's a, an incredible digital mic that's studio quality. It really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. You're welcome, uh, Tim Cook. Yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Do you get recognized? I know you, you kind of, you, you work 
not necessarily where people are hearing your voice, but do you ever get people like giving you a second look? Like, I know you trying to piece it together, kind of like, <laughs> where, where do I know this from? Do you, do you get that in, in your day to day? I don't so much anymore. I did some, you know, when I was on the air mm-hmm. <clears throat> in, the, in the market where I lived. Um, we uh, we did actually uh, walk around and have some fun with that today around mm-hmm. uh, the quick trip facilities and uh, just seeing, uh, letting people kind of see the be disappointed by the the look of the voice behind <laughs> the uh, the guy behind the mic. When I was on the air, um, I did do uh, a lot of characters and uh, uh, kind of the theater of the mind stuff, and um, so I had a I had a granny who would talk like this and. And a character who talked like that, his name was Pete Moss, and, you know, just some, some things like that. So what we would do every now and then is go to a drive through and I'd give my order as, uh, as Granny. It's like, you know, well, I have a bucket of chicken, and, you know, and then you pull around, and, uh, and the person kind of, she'd look at me, and she'd look at the order, and she'd look at me, and she'd go, what did you, what did you order? And I'd say the order I'd given, and she, you know, Okay, she said, well, you, you look different than you sound. It's not what I expected. It's like, oh, okay, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's a long answer to a simple question. Not too much. Sure. <laughs> so, so what would you say is, the, is the favorite, your favorite thing about what you do for a living? Um, I, I guess the, the pithy way to say it would be I love helping companies find their voice. Honestly, but I mean, I love uh, helping my clients um, tell their story mm-hmm. in the most effective way possible, you know. And uh, and there is a real trick to that, as as you guys know, who are in marketing. Um, but it is a real thing, you know. And a quick trip as an example. I mean, there is such a story to tell mm-hmm. here, and so uh, to be able to do that within thirty seconds. Because you want to talk about the, the sales prices and the specials and the deals that are going on. Uh, but you also want to communicate, hey, you know what? It's a fun place. It's mm-hmm. a great place. We're good people. We're honest people. We love to make your day. You know, we love to take care of you. And to be able to do that in 30 seconds, uh, it has to go beyond um, even just words. It, it has to be in the, almost the persona of the voice. So I try to to do that, and um, you know, just have fun with you know with it because Quick Trip's a fun place, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, but then it's it's different with other clients. Like with a, a news station, they don't necessarily want to be the the fun, you know, the fun place. Sure. Hey, twelve people got killed today. You know, <laughs> tune in tonight at seven. Uh, that not not so much, right. you know, or exactly. or the hospital ER. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really want. Um, Eddie Murphy being your your voice of the uh, announcements in the ER room. So, sure. uh, so I think um, my favorite part is just helping uh, clients capture their personality, basically, and and being their representation that uh, most of the time they can't do on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. And so I'll kind of turn this one to Kendra. You were on the team when we brought Lonnie on. Mm-hmm. And kind of what does having a unified voice like that that's consistent across campaigns from the 
point of sale to the gas pump and radio commercials, everything we talked about. What does it able, enable us to do kind of from a marketing perspective, you know, that we weren't able to do before we had someone like him on board? Yeah, it totally aligns with everything we're trying to do as a marketing department mm. with just making sure all of our content is cohesive and that mm. people can hear something or see something or even just like think of something and it all represents Quick Trip. So bringing you on has obviously been a huge part of people being able to hear something on the radio or at the pump and just have that feel of goodness that comes with Quick Trip. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's really impactful. Hmm. So kind of following that up then, is there any particular recording or something that stands out as, as the favorite thing that you remember him doing or that, that you've done here with Quick Trip? Um, I don't know if you I know, know. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I, I, um... I love everything that you do on our self-checkouts. I just think it's fun and quirky and gets people's attention. So that's probably my favorite. I don't know if you have a favorite. I, I, and I, that's, that's fun. I, and I love going in on those places and doing the unexpected mm-hmm. and just having fun. Because most places you go, you know, it's take your bag, take, you know, and, and uh, put in your visa card and, and just having some fun with it. You know, it's like uh, people are people, you know, and, and they're not robots and talk we, let's talk to each other. And so I love bringing in that uh, just a fun element. Even checking out a quick trip is fun, you know, and it's just because that's that's the vibe of the store. There was uh, uh, one I was just playing for the guys. I've got it on my website. I've got a few uh, quick trip. Um, um, you were supposed to say the quick cast one was your favorite. The, the, oh, see, see, I missed, I, I missed, I, I missed the softball. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I let you. No, that's okay. Back to yeah, your yeah. story. I like the self check ones too, but probably not everybody's got to use the self check. Yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, here's a this this one was fun. Let me see. We'll, we'll play. Hey, don't you hate saving money? I mean, isn't it a pain in the pocketbook when you get a free buck or two? Yeah, you're the person who doesn't need a quick rewards card from Quick Trip. Oh, man, you save on food and purchases, earn discounts, even freebies. You even get gas discounts. And get this, if you haven't signed up yet, brand new Quick Rewards members get a 10 cents per gallon discount off their first fill-up. What a nightmare. Quick Rewards, the perfect thing for those who actually like to save money. So sad. And if that's you, well, see you next time at Quick Trip. (laughs) Yeah, and so it's fun trying to find a, a different angle, sure. re, you know, to say the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, enjoy that. So what's one lesson that you think that you, you've kind of learned from your career path that you would uh, hope that kind of people could kind of take away and mm. hopefully that they could learn from your, mm. the way that you've gone about things? Mm. Um, th- it's all about relationship. Sure. It really, really is. Um People connect with people, and um, we we just forget that. You know, we uh, get into um, all the things that are <clears throat> coming at us, and and the the metrics of this, and you know, the qualifiers, and, and the little tricks we play to to move the needles and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, people are people. You know, and. Uh, and we always need to connect on that level. It's like no matter what you do for a job or for a living, you're a human. Um, you know, that guy uh, has uh, kids at home. That that lady has grandkids who thinks that she hung the moon. And maybe 
you know, I don't think that her job is that impressive or, or important, but she's got grandkids who think, you know, she is the center of their universe. And um, um, so it's really everything's about relationship. And it's, it's so easy to get so busy doing stuff and just forget that, um, you know, when you and I are talking on the phone, you're human, mm-hmm. you know, and just enjoy that. Take, take an extra time to um, just connect on that level. How's life? How's it going? How's the kids? Um, I still remember um, uh, when, uh, when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, <clears throat> almost all my clients were news talk, radio, or TV stations. And just the exchanges that we would have, I mean, it's like, so, yeah, we're trying to crank out the promos and try to get everything on, you know, and it's a really, really hot news cycle and everything is, you know, that's the business. But at the end, it's like, you know, hey, um, you know, go home and, and hug the kids, you know. And um, um, you just kind of realize what matters mm-hmm. and, uh, and what doesn't. And um, <clears throat> around holidays, I just always find myself thinking, you know, I've just got the greatest clients in the world because we'll – uh, wish each other great. You know, hey man, have a great holiday. Tell Cassandra hi, and just you know, and just connecting on on that level and just being humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's good for business, sure. you know, because relationship means you keep coming back around. That's what relationship is. So whether it's on a personal level or a business level, I mean, it's good for business if you keep coming back around. <laughs> so um, you know, I have a relationship with Quick Trip. Um, but I also have a relationship with Mark Meisner, you mm-hmm. know, as a, as a buddy and a friend. And um, so I think that's, that's the biggie. And I just, I think being out on my own, uh, and I don't have anyone who's riding my shoulder on the metrics. It's like, if I want to take the time to have a relationship, I can. Mm-hmm. And if it costs me money, it's worth it, you know. And... Uh, if this isn't a good client and it doesn't line up with my values, uh, I fire them. Hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's great. It's, it's a wonderful feeling. I think the other one, this has been an epiphany for me, is um, realizing um, uh, the, the key really is serving people. The more um, I serve you and give you what you need or what you want, the, uh, the more you keep coming back around, mm-hmm. you know. So it's an incredible business model as well as being extremely gratifying. If I know that I'm serving you, giving you what you need or want, it makes my day, you know, sure. and hopefully I'm making your day. But uh, it also makes my business. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pump Number 5. Yeah, Pump Number 5. They're so much friendlier than Pump Number 6, really. Hey, see you inside. That was perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. 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 Okay. All right. Um, so these are social media reviews that we get, and uh, we pick the best ones, or not necessarily the not best. Not so much. <laughs> not the, so um, <clears throat> Steve from Fairmont, Minnesota says, I bought food here. I ate the wrapper and threw the food away, but it was good. They gave us five stars for that. Wow. Wow. So. That quick trip, even our packaging is delicious. Is, is. There's our next yeah. slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quality, our quality is so good. Yeah. Even the wrappers are phenomenal. Right. Yeah. Like good to the last drop, but good to the last piece of 
paper, yeah. Wax paper around a hamburger. <laughs> All right. Matthew from Stanley, Wisconsin says, took a wrong turn at Stevens Point and ended up here, got gas for the van and hot sandwiches for the kids. Lots of cute Amish customers were there, too. I dated an Amish gal in high school. She broke up with me. I drove her buggy. Wow. The dumb tiss. <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds like a time for quick counseling for, uh, what, what was his name? Tim? What was his name? Uh, Matthew. Matthew, yeah. yeah Stanley. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, our, uh, that's our next uh, thing we're getting into, a counseling, quick uh, counseling. Yeah, quick booth. Counseling. Yeah. I like it. And uh, last but not least, sleeping next to a quick trip cheeseburger, life is good. <laughs> I don't know if they bought two and fell asleep next to one. Sounds or like a college experience. Yeah, right. <laughs> nothing, nothing better. Other than if you chase it with a glazer, then, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, that leads us perfect into some of our final questions here. Uh, if you had unlimited access to any Quick Trip product, what would it be and why? Oh, glazer donuts. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Just I. You're not from the, the area. They're so just you, perfect. No when you make it back up here, you gotta you gotta get your glazer. I you know I already have. Mm-hmm. I've had one. Yeah, and uh, I uh, uh, there was one point where uh, uh, my wife and I drove up to um, Kenosha because sure. from where we were, that was about the closest entry point into uh, Quick Trip Land um, to get a glazer to get some glazers. I said, honey, you've got to try these. These are just the the best donuts you've ever had in your life. And uh, so we got some glazers. And did you get to see where they're made? And, here uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's which is an amazing process. And it's pretty cool. To see. Yeah, it really is. See them all. And and it's uh, <clears throat> I may need therapy because when you see a uh, hundred, <laughs> you know, a parade of glazers going by, you know, waving, taunting you, it's uh, it's almost more than you can, yeah, tolerate. So you got to check out the bread and bun bakery. Did you get to check out the dairy at all? Uh, I didn't this time, okay. but I have before. Okay. Yeah. You're familiar with our chocolate milk? Yes. Are you on team brown cap or green cap? Oh, no. See, I don't, I, I'm not that much of an aficionado. Okay. I haven't been around that much. So The, the brown cap is the, the fully leaded version, the, the, you know, all, of the, all of the goodness, whereas the, the green cap is low fat or yeah, low calorie. Bad. It's a little bit maybe better for you but you do sacrifice just a little bit when okay. it comes to so i don't know if you when you're having your chocolate milk are you willing to check your check your diet at the window there to have the, the i mean cap version if, you know seriously if you're going to have chocolate milk go in just <laughs> just go all in yeah yeah that's our vote in this room yeah it's, it's kind of like going to waffle house and having a salad i mean it's like <laughs> really why would you i mean seriously sure uh and our last question here there is an item on the roller grill that is controversial in how it's pronounced. Um, some people pronounce it tornado. Some people pronounce it tornado. Are you familiar with this controversy, and which side would you land on? Uh, only with the uh, song, so let's call the whole thing off. Is that kind of fit in that same potato, <laughs> potato, tornado, kind of tornado? Yeah, right. let's call the whole thing off. Yeah, I suppose part of your life you lived in tornado alley so i have yeah in fact uh yeah oklahoma kentucky all those um yeah it's, it's tornado in those in those areas yeah but uh, again i mean uh r-o-u-t-e 
how do you uh, say that here? Route? Unless you, you're saying Route 66. Yes. True. Yeah. So, that would and that's and that's what is interesting about uh, uh, being. Uh, I'm literally in, in every part of the country mm-hmm. as the local station voice, you know. And yeah, it's it's route, it's route, it's and uh, it's all over the road. Uh, in Indiana, it's uh, Lafayette. In Tennessee, it's Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I I uh, laughed. Um, it, usually, the uh, I found that the local pronunciation is whatever's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's spelled this way, but you know, the local pronunciation. Like I lived someplace, the main drag was. Uh, it was spelled Frederica Street, but of course they said it Frederica. Uh, in Nashville, we lived there for a while, and there was a uh, street right downtown named after President Buchanan, mm-hmm. and they called it Buckhannon. I think and that's evidence just, that Tornado is the correct yeah, pronunciation yeah. here. So how did you phrase that? Whatever is local is wrong? It's typically, uh, yeah, just <laughs> guess whatever is the wrong you know, pronunciation, and that's probably the right lo- local pronunciation. So that's kind of what you have to keep straight in your head when you're about to record it's like okay this is for norman oklahoma i gotta pronounce it this way and you gotta <laughs> know exactly where you really you're... do yeah and i'll a lot of times on scripts seriously I'll, I'll google and get on and try to find a video where someone locally has said that community name or that mm-hmm. business name and get the local pronunciation very yeah. cool yeah. very cool well, Lonnie, we, we appreciate your time. Thank you for, for joining us here in the QuickCast studio. Enjoy your stay in Wisconsin. And I feel like I feel like you have to say our tagline yes. to send us out because we got you here. <laughs> You'll give us the final one. At QuickCast, we got you covered. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the QuickCast. Hey, we'll see you next time. 